poppin' the Christian bubble. It is now time for the Cultured Christian Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode is sponsored by independent financial planner Adam Peak. Join us on this special edition of the podcast, our one year anniversary episode. We talk about why I started it in the first place. We look at the numbers, how many people are listening. We go over some things that I didn't expect when I started a podcast. We share some things that, well, bummed me out as I went through the last year. And finally, we look at the future of the podcast. Where are we hoping to go in the future for the Cultured Christian Podcast? Hey, how is it going? It is episode 30. Thank you for tuning in. And I will start just by saying this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. And the reason why is because it is our one year anniversary episode. It was one year ago, March 2020, that we started, we launched with our first three episodes of the Cultured Christian Podcast. And man, what a month to launch a podcast. I was talking to a friend today. It's just crazy looking back, like who would have known that, I mean, I was working on this thing January, February, going back into 2019, working on the logo, the name, concept art, concept idea, you know, mulling over the vision and stuff with friends and, you know, fast forwarding to recording the episodes and then launching in March, literally days before this thing, coronavirus, was going to steal all the news, all the press. And so I'm entirely not sure because I don't live in an alternate universe. I don't know if the pandemic was good necessarily or bad for launching a podcast. I I don't know if anybody can know that, but I know that uh, some of my friends listen to podcasts as they're commuting to and from work. Maybe they have an hour commute driving And that's the time where they typically dialed into listening to podcasts. So for those people, I imagine over the last year, it's been harder to get into podcasts, especially starting new ones. So I imagine for that select group of people, uh, the last year has been a little less on the listening to podcasts. I know for me, I primarily listen to podcasts when I'm at the gym working out. Um, basically whenever I'm in the car, I'm kind of an old fart now. I rarely listen to music. I'm always just listening to tons of different kinds of podcasts too. There really isn't just one set of podcasts I listen to. I kind of listen to all sorts of things, both on the entertainment side, but also, uh, seeking to grow, grow in my faith, grow in my, um, career, grow in personal life, character, that kind of stuff. And so I don't know what brought you to this podcast, what caused you to listen to this episode or any of the episodes. I want to say a special uh, thank you and a shout out to those of you who have been with me since episode one. I know it's just a handful of you that have walked through literally all 30 episodes with me. And uh, just know that wherever this thing goes, that means a lot to me, that you're still listening, you're still here every time there's a download, you click on it, you listen in your car, on your earphones, on a walk, wherever, sitting by the fire. I don't know what setting you're listening to the podcast in, but just know those of you loyal listeners from the beginning, um, I genuinely thank you. Thanks for uh, being a part of this journey. 
And so, uh, yeah, we're going to kind of start by looking back. Um, you know, those of you who are new to the podcast, you might be like, why does this exist? How did this even start? Um, really, it just came out of five years ago, maybe six years ago. Um, I've had an idea. I've played around with probably three or four different podcast ideas and uh, was pitching it to friends and, you know, went across, you know, different ideas and that sort of thing and finally landed on going with my strengths and creating a podcast centered upon my three loves. You know, I just realized that my small group of friends, uh, we like to talk about three topics, all loosely connected, some of them loosely connected, some of them tightly connected to these three kind of main buckets of culture, technology, and faith. And so that now for me is just a constant whenever I meet new people or I start a new job, like that's the thing when people say, what are you interested in? culture, technology, and faith. It's hard to go very far from any of those three topics and not draw my interest in. I would love to share a beer with you and talk about any of those three uh, topics. It's very few areas that I, I, I wouldn't want to talk about one of those three. And so that kind of was the genesis. And I can be a little bit of a perfectionist and overthink things. And so I kind of held on to this idea for uh, a, a bunch of 2019 and finally had a, a, a conversation with a friend who just nudged me with the 80% principle, you know, Kurt, you're 80% there. Don't wait until it's perfect or you're never going to launch. You're never going to do it. And I said, okay, I will do it. I'll commit to at least a year of doing this podcast. And so here we are. Um, I want to share with you, those of you who didn't read kind of our opening post back on our Facebook page. And originally this was in our show notes. We've since revised that. But this kind of gets to the heart is why I want to read it. Uh, if you listen to episode one in the beginning, um, this is kind of where this started from. But I think it's, again, very helpful to get to the DNA. And so I'll just read a few paragraphs here. It says, uh, a community and a podcast for those of us who don't fit in the Christian bubble. Many of us don't like Christian entertainment and have struggled to find people like us when we attend a church. Some enjoy bourbon or an occasional cigar. Most of us have spent too much time binging shows like The Office on Netflix. At times, we don't keep a good handle on our tongue, and we say things that would make our grandmother frown. Heck, even some of us practice mindfulness and yoga, despite being told that those poses represent Hindu gods. Yet, we identify as Christians, Christ followers, believers. We pray and read the Bible. We discuss our faith with our family and friends. We seek to become better people, the kind of better that pleases God, not always others. Seeking to become better people shouldn't drive us away from people not like us, setting up some Kool-Aid drinking commune somewhere in Montana. We seek instead to follow the words of Jesus when he prayed for his followers to be in, but not of, the world. It's messy, a lot more gray than black or white. We're easy targets for religious people. That's fine for us fine with us. So it was with Jesus. This community isn't meant to replace anything. We don't feel we have anything to prove. We simply accept each other for who we are. If you're looking for a debate or to tell us how we're wrong, please move on to another podcast. God knows there's already plenty of other places for that. And so that's kind of our DNA. That still is 
um, my goal for this podcast was really more of a community centered around a podcast, you know, that this is a, a group of people that show up each week and, and interact with the social media and interact with uh, conversations related to the podcast. And I just kind of felt like there was a, a niche. There was a group of people that didn't fit again into the common Christian bubble. If you've been a part of church world, you know, people watch Christian entertainment, they kind of get into this bubble and it's just a slice of Christian society and everything centers around a Christian bubble. And I just never seem to fit into that group. And I don't think uh, theologically that that's ultimately what we should be doing anyways. And so I started this podcast and uh, it's kind of evolved and, and morphed into uh, what it is today. And in some ways, I'm proud of it. In other ways, I'm always looking to improve to improve it, to um, get feedback and kind of, you know, go in maybe a slightly different direction. And we'll kind of talk about the future in, uh, in just a few minutes. But as we go forward, I also felt like it was good to share the numbers. You know, where's the podcast at by the numbers? You know, where are we at today, one year in? I never want to be a numbers guy. I don't want to flex that we have this many people listening to the podcast, but occasionally I think it's good to, you know, step on the scale for the metaphor, right? It's it's not good to weigh yourself every day, that kind of up and down water weight versus, you know, you had a big meal versus you went to the gym, whatever. I don't think that's a good um, barometer of where the podcast is at. So I don't watch the numbers every day, don't even watch them weekly, but I do think occasionally kind of checking in and seeing where the podcast is at. Is it growing? Is it dropping? What episodes are people getting excited about? That sort of thing. And so uh, by the numbers, we topped uh, just last month over 3,000 uh, total listens. So across all of our 30 episodes, or this is episode 30, so across all 29 episodes. So we have a few bonus episodes that aren't considered episodes because they're just like a shorter thing or not really a full episode. So we actually have more than 29 things that you can listen to. Uh, and so across all of those, we have 3,047 total listens as of uh, me recording this. And the um, Pinecast is where I host the podcast. That's where it has all the files. I pay to have it you know, loaded onto this website. And they uh, give me an estimate. I guess finding the actual numbers of people subscribing is actually hard math. It's hard to do because people listen to your podcast across a myriad of different apps. And even on the website, some people listen from culturedchristians.com, which is just a podcast placeholder website. It's not really pretty or anything. It doesn't have much. But hey, some people listen there at work or wherever. Um, so they take a guesstimate about how many people and how many unique devices because, you know, some podcast apps let you subscribe. Like I use an app um, that lets me subscribe to the podcast. So it automatically downloads uh, new episodes. Um, but a lot of them don't. And I guess even the ones that do, it really doesn't send that information back up to the cloud anywhere. It's not really telling anything. So Pinecast uses a bunch of different metrics to kind of guess how many subscribers you have and that number's fluctuating. But up today, it, as of today, it's at 90. So just under 100 subscribers. Those are people who are listening again on a weekly or regular basis. So I'm pleased with that. I think that's uh, pretty neat. You know, you guys are the loyal listeners of this podcast and that number 
over the course of the year has gone only up. It's not gone down. So that's, again, I think a great trend. Um, as far as episodes go, so we have, like I just mentioned, about 30 episodes and, uh, you know, some bonus episodes. And when we look at the numbers of listens, we can go episode by episode. I'm going to share the top three episodes across all 30 or 29. I keep saying 30. This is the 30th one across all 29 episodes. Um, so beginning with number three, our third most listened to episode was way back at episode two, The Messy Middle. And of all my episodes, this by far is the most cross-referenced and talked about episode. The amount of times that I went back to the concept and what I shared in the messy middle, specifically the devotion or the faith part of it, um, just had application throughout this whole year. There's so many ways that I was thinking and just kind of teasing out this idea of fighting against the extremes of left and right and you know, this versus that, we're, we're being forced to think one way or the other and just how I've been on a journey myself to find the middle and find the value in between extremes. So um, yeah, and I just have got the easily the most feedback on that episode. Our second most listened to, most downloaded episode was episode one. Uh, so you're seeing a trend here, and obviously part of this is like, well, yeah, the longer an episode's out, the more listens it's going to get. Um, so yeah, in the in uh, episode one is called In the Beginning, and that's where I kind of launched. It was a shorter episode. It was more just like, here's the mission and vision. Here's what we're about. Here's what we're trying to create. I read the thing that I just read a few moments ago of kind of our our vision, what we are as a community, what we're aiming to do. And so that was our second most uh, listened to episode. And that makes sense because I think when we started and even now people scroll back and want to hear that first episode, kind of what is this guy doing? What is this about? That sort of thing. And so our number one most popular episode you might be you might have filled in the blank because we have the first episode we have the second episode in the top three and then what is the number one most listened to by far was episode three episode three was my first interview I interviewed my late friend Jay McKinney who uh, the title of the episode was contending in the midst of cancer and we shared uh, just two friends of us, two friends chatting about his journey through cancer and, and wrestling with God and dealing with, you know, faith issues and job and family and just all the different aspects. And so that one, I think, got a lot of traction because I shared it in a, a, a Facebook group where we were praying for Jay. And so that coupled with I have a lot of mutual friends with Jay, and so I think that's where that one definitely got some legs to it. But I was extremely excited and, and very honored that that episode with my dear friend who just passed away um, two months ago is um, the top episode. That's I think, would just bring a huge smile to his face, and that is... Um, one that I'd recommend if you've not listened to episode three, the, the first interview that I did do go, go back to that and check it out because it is definitely worth a listen and will encourage you and encourage you in your faith, wherever you're at, uh, on the faith journey. So that's kind of our top three, uh, episodes and just kind of by the numbers where the podcast stands at year one. 
Now for some things that surprised me on this podcast journey. You know, when I started a year ago, obviously I didn't see the pandemic coming. That's a huge duh. Um, but there were a bunch of other things I just didn't expect. When I started down this road, again, having listened to a lot of podcasts, having, having years of marinating on different ideas, um, I kind of knew where it was going to go. I knew we were going to have guests. I knew we were going to have, you know, culture, technology, faith, that sort of thing. But there were some things that surprised me and, and really excited me over the last year that I just didn't see happening. And I would say the top one, the most uh, exciting and unexpected thing was meeting strangers, having interviews with people on the podcast that I have not still met in real life. I mean, that's just crazy to me. And where that connection, the first one that I'm going to talk about came through Reddit. There's a podcast Reddit. And so people who do podcasts who get, you know, started or, you know, somewhere on the journey of podcasting, they share in this Reddit. And so one of the things people often do in there is they ask for co-hosts or they ask for guests to come on their podcast. And so I just so happened to be in there and looking, kind of just scrolling through, and I found uh, some gamers from Japan who were looking to, you know, kind of do a sharing of guests. You know, I be a guest on their show, they come on my show, that sort of thing. And so we started, you know, instant messaging, kind of messaging back and forth, seeing if it's a good fit, that sort of thing. <clears throat> and next thing I know, a few weeks later, I'm doing a show on their show in Japan, so, I mean, just slow down to think about that. I am recording a podcast through the internet, literally across the globe on the other side of the planet and answering questions from them on video games and video games that I think it was like the top three video games that I liked and, and then getting to know them. And, and, you know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, I love Japan. I'm so fascinated with Japan. I want to go. That's the international destination that I want to visit. And I'm so uh, bummed that right now you can't visit, even though I probably wouldn't have went. Uh, but I do want to save up and visit Japan someday. So these two guys, two gamers uh, in Japan was uh, one of my episodes on the podcast. And that's just, uh, again, totally unexpected. I never dreamed that I would be interviewing uh, these guys, they were called the Summertime Bit Boys. It's episode uh, 17. And so if you're a video gamer, that is a hour-long plus conversation on video games. If you're not into video games at all, probably pass it. But um, we talk a little bit about Japan versus American culture, but it's primarily about video games. So that was super cool, man. Just unexpected. Meeting and talking to complete strangers. We continued... Um, chatting on an instant messaging chat it's kind of fallen off you know we're all busy guys i understand that and so if uh, if and when i get to japan i definitely would look them up and message them and see if they'd be up for you know grabbing a beer or sharing a meal that sort of thing so that was totally unexpected i never saw that coming when i started the podcast the second one would be um, an interview with a gal named jennifer brave who runs her own podcast runs a counseling um 
site and uh, you know does counseling that sort of thing. And the cool story there was years ago. I forget now, probably three, four years ago. I went through the Enneagram. Some of you have done the Enneagram thing. I read the book The Road Back to You, and I came home and was struggling between two numbers, like am I a one or am I an eight? And I was kind of looking on YouTube, and at the time Jennifer kind of had the market. Man, if you go and search YouTube for Enneagram stuff, there is so much out there now. It is overloaded with crap, frankly, tons and tons of Enneagram stuff. But Jennifer was kind of one of the first to uh, answer a lot of these Enneagram questions. And I listened to a bunch of her videos. I appreciated her humor. I appreciated her knowledge. And um, so long story short, I reached out to her from the podcast and said, hey, is this something you would you like to be on our podcast? I'd love someone to come on and share uh, just kind of a 101 baseline, you know, for somebody who has no idea about the po- about Enneagram, would you come on the podcast? And she responded rather quickly and was like, heck yeah, I'll do that. And so I interviewed Jennifer on episode uh, 15 and she's from Dallas, Texas. And, you know, just again, interviewed her for about an hour uh, on uh, Zoom. And it was, uh, again, very well received episode. And, and it really started from I, I forgot to mention this, but it started from one of our uh, listeners actually recommended, hey, I'm interested in hearing about the Enneagram. Do you have anything you could share about the Enneagram? So. That was just, again, super cool to meet someone through a podcast. Our relationship, our connection is completely through a computer and just learning from her wisdom, her life experience and teaching us learning through the um, through the podcast about the Enneagram, something that if you haven't checked out, I think has tons and tons of reason for you to check it out. It was probably the best um personality test or not test, but personality thing. I'm forgetting the word right now, but the, the best example of me, like of all the ones that I've done, I've done Myers-Briggs, Strength Finders, all those different personality things. And this one, just reading it forward and backwards, I'm like, wow, the more I dive into this, the more I'm like, whoa, that is me. And so if you haven't checked out Enneagram, check out episode 17. It's a great kind of uh, introductory episode to the Enneagram. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of, again, things I didn't expect. Now I want to share what bums me out. You know, we won't stay here long, but at the one year mark, part of what I'm doing is in evaluation mode. I mentioned earlier that I committed before just myself and a few friends. I kind of shared this that I was going to do this for one year, come hell or high water. I'm doing this podcast for 365 days. I don't care how many people listen. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And throughout the pandemic, I did. And I think from my side where I'm sitting, I think the pandemic helped me. I think I had more free time. I had more time at home to learn how to do editing, learn this program, learn how to load things, all that stuff. So I think it kind of helped me out. And so I said, I'll do this for a year and then kind of reevaluate. So to be completely honest, and I'll go here a little bit more in a minute, but I'm kind of in a moment of reevaluating. And part of that is just a good old fashioned time thing. You know, the return on investment. I only have so much free time because one thing that's changed between a year ago and today is I have a new job. I'm back working for a church in ministry and I also live in another state. I live out of Michigan, you know, thousands of miles away from family. So 
I have a much busier, more lifestyle, I would say, intensive job, uh, coupled with living so far away from family and friends that, um, again, I have limited free time and it's just harder. So that's why some of you have seen over the last 30 episodes, I went from, you know, doing a weekly podcast to trying to aim at every other week. And sometimes it turns into three weeks. But um, hey, life happens. I'm going to try to continue to do that. But I'm in a phase where I am definitely um, reevaluating how it fits into my schedule. And so that's where um, what bums me out is I feel like I haven't got a ton of feedback. And again, it's a pandemic year. I get all that. But most of the feedback has just been from like two or three or four of my close friends. And again, those of you listening, shout out. I appreciate you. You're awesome. But uh, I'm a huge feedback guy, and I feel like I ask for it on nearly every episode, and maybe that's the problem. I don't know. But I feel like I haven't got a ton of feedback, especially from those of you who don't know me in real life, those of you who subscribe or listen on a regular basis, and I don't know you. You know, you're you're just listening, and you've found value in the podcast, and I haven't heard a ton. I think there's only been a few comments uh, from those of you on our Facebook page, Instagram, Reddit, that sort of thing. And so that just bums me out because it's hard to know if I am again, creating that community if there's not a conversation, if there, if it's only one way, if it's a monologue and I'm not hearing much back, then it's hard to know again if this is worth my time. And so it's not coming from a place of insecurity of like, oh, I need people to respond. Again, I enjoy this. But um, I can just have conversations with my friends about culture, technology, and faith. I don't need to record it and edit it and load it and pay money and do all the things I'm doing if it's not ultimately getting into, you know, uh, people's ears and, and people are finding value in it. So not getting much feedback is, is a bum, a bummer. The other thing that bums me out is, is there's still like a handful of people that I would love to have on as guests. And mostly these are friends. Those of you listening are rolling your eyes now because I've had the same conversation with probably four or five of you where it's just like, dude, like you need to be on the podcast. Like there's something about your life, some angle that we can bring this in. And I think with friends, that's always the challenge is like, you know, we, we could easily turn the microphone on and just talk crap, but, um, you might not find that interesting as we do. (laughs) So that's part of the problem is, you know, we, we could just talk and have fun over, uh, you know, whatever, but, um, that might not be fitting to the mission and vision. So it's key to always have kind of a reason to bring someone on. And that has been a challenge. So, so that's a bummer. There's just certain people that I would have thought at the year mark, I would have interviewed, I would have had on and life's busy and the pandemic and all that stuff. So it's not just, I'm not blaming you. If you're listening, it's not you only, I get it. There's a lot of reasons for that. So that's a bummer. Um, and then the last one is just kind of already I alluded to, um, scheduling, you know, having to go to every other week, um, scheduling, you know, it, it, it takes hours in a week and just that free time again, when I come home from work and I've expended a lot of emotional energy and I just kind of want to come home, eat dinner and just chillax, you know, on the couch, play those video games, consume media stuff that we talk about here. But to put this on, to turn on the microphone, it takes energy. It takes emotional energy. It takes output. And so um, that's kind of a a bummer for me is that it has to 
stretch and, and I can't provide that content every week for those of you that do dig it. So that's just kind of a bummer that scheduling is, uh, is going to continue to be challenging, um, as the year, uh, year rolls on. So kind of moving to the final thing I wanted to chat about just here at the one year anniversary, it's like, you know, this is the time to chat about these things to kind of mark the moment. This is a different episode, as I'm saying, because we're not doing the culture, technology and faith thing. We're just kind of talking on the podcast We're we're putting the podcast up on the hoist like a car and just looking at it. You know, we're having a conversation about it. And so um Looking forward, as we think about year two, if there is to be a year two, and I genuinely mean that, I'm, I'm thinking that through. I'm, I'm counting the cost again in a very real way. Um, I think feedback is key and keeping it fresh, not stagnant. Um, I think, again, moving into year two, you know, new elements, new music, new intro, new outro, uh, new sponsors, new guests, um, even just broadening some of the horizon. You know, some of the challenge with not having a co-host is it's really centered upon the things that I like within those categories. And some of you have seen that and commented that, you know, it's like there's definitely an Apple centered tech focus, right? It's like I'm an Apple guy. I'm a fanboy. I get that. I understand that's authentically who I am. So do I talk a lot about Android or Google phones? No, but that would be cool if we did. That would be cool if there was someone who was passionate about that, that sort of thing. Um, so feedback is key, kind of hearing what you guys like, what sort of stuff we're putting out there and what's sticking, what's sort of, you know, making you guys pay attention and what, what causes you to come back. I've had a lot of friends uh, give me feedback or a lot of people say that they really like the faith section, that that is, you know, sometimes what they fast forward to or they just jump to that part because, yeah, the culture, the technology stuff, they could take it or leave it. But they felt like the stuff that I'm sharing in the faith section encourages them in their faith, whether they attend church or not. Again, especially in the pandemic with churches being closed, you know, I think a lot of people struggled with their faith. They struggled with uh, church again and how churches went online and then the whole lockdown versus opening up, mask versus no mask. I mean, let's be real, friends. It was a challenging year for churches. Um, uniquely challenging. Is it challenging for nearly every, every industry except Amazon maybe? Um, yes, it's challenging. But churches, man, they had to retool. They had to figure out online if they weren't already there. And then Again, adapting to ever-changing rules and regulations and oh my gosh. So all that to say, I think that the faith section people value. I've heard that. I've got that feedback. Um, so definitely looking forward. I want to keep it fresh. I don't like being a part of things that quickly become stagnant and we just go through year two and just... Yeah, I like variety. I like newness. I like new, exciting things versus it always being the same. So that's something if I move forward, I'd want... Um, freshness to it, you know, to keep it going. And, and that leads into the second thought again, which I've alluded to a few times, but I'd really love to land a good co-host. It is a rare podcast that is a monologue podcast. I mean, one person talking the entire time on this episode, all of the intros and outros, everything I do is me. Like, I don't even like me that much, so I don't expect you to be interested. Um, I, I've had friends, again, give me feedback that for a monologue, I keep attention, that I do a good job. I'm not saying a lot of ums and bumming 
boring people to death, that sort of thing. So I appreciate that. I acknowledge that there's, you know, a gift that, um, that I'm bringing here, but I just think, again, there's something that's missing when you don't have that person to bounce back and forth with, to have kind of conversations on air. That's why I love the guests so much is that it really does bring out a different flavor when you're interacting with a topic versus me just giving you what I think. Um, so I would love a co-host. Again, that's a challenging piece because you need uh, the right fit. You need somebody that you have chemistry with. You need somebody that is not the same as you again. I would really want someone to broaden the horizons, especially in the culture area, the music area, like going in directions that I'm not typically in. I'm not typically in those world. Uh, fashion even is culture. Um, that's different areas that I think someone else could bring to the table and us have great uh, dialogue and them, then kind of, them kind of lead different parts maybe and me lead different parts and just kind of share it, make it more of a conversation than just a monologue. So that would be uh, something I would like. I would love to have drops. You know, I don't know if you know what a drop is, like a, a soundboard. Uh, a lot of the podcasts, well, not a lot. A few of them that I listen to use drops. You know, they'll bring in just sound effects, and some of them make you laugh. Some of them, you know, well, most of them make you laugh. It's it brings like a levity. It brings to it just kind of a. A, a fun atmosphere. And that's, again, one of our core values we used to talk about at the beginning. And I haven't done a great job of talking about our core values over the 30 episodes, 29 episodes. But, you know, fun is one of them. We don't want to take our ourselves too seriously. We want to have fun and keep it lighthearted and not get negative and not get focused on, you know, again, Christians typically are known for things that we're against and we fight and we critique. And so, I don't want this to be a critique of culture, but more of a commentary, like here's things we enjoy, here's things that we're, you know, about. We're not at war with these things in our world. We acknowledge that some of them are bad and we should probably stay away from them. But hey, we are where we are and we like what we like. And that's kind of, um, you know, where we're at. So I'd love to get some drops on here if possible. Uh, dream case scenario would be, you know, I, I never saw this as becoming like Joe Rogan and I could quit my job. That's not my vision. That's not where I started, uh, why I started this, but I would love to get big enough to where I could pay an editor. I mean, that's the dream scenario because I would love to get on here and do the prep work and do the podcast, like record it and then just hand it off to someone to edit it and, and do the final, uh, the final mile, if you will, where it's edited and then thrown on the website like that would be a huge it probably cut my work in half. Like I said, of trying to do weekly podcasts or even other, every other week, it would just go so much better. I would be so much more uh, filled with energy knowing that I just have to do the first two parts of three. Um, that's huge. So that that's definitely something I would love uh, to happen in the future. And then finally, uh, new guests, you know, I've, I've alluded to that again, multiple times here, but just as we look to another year, year two, um, who are the guests that you enjoyed in year one that you'd love to see come back? I have a few in mind, people that I think are super, uh, friends of the podcast, but also really engaging and did well when they were on the podcast. But beyond bringing people back, who are some new people? Who is someone, if it's not you, if you're too afraid to come on or you don't think you fit into this uh, podcast, the mission and vision, that's fine. But I know one thing, you know someone, 
you have someone in your sphere of influence, your family, your friends, your coworkers, in your neighborhood, at your church, that would fit. That would be a great interview. Maybe they have a story to tell. Maybe they're an inventor. Maybe they run a tech company or they're a part of Apple or they're, I don't know, but there are people out there that I think would totally fit into the next year of this podcast. And originally I like to a goal was to do two episodes that are quote unquote normal episodes and then do a guest. So I'd love that. I'd love to get back into a flow where there's two episodes and then an interview, a two episodes and then an interview, two episodes, conversation, that sort of thing. That would be so rad. That would be so cool to get back to that kind of pattern because I just think it breaks it up. It does a lot of things. I enjoy the guests. Some of our most listened to episodes are the ones with guests. It just it opens it up to a whole new audience when you bring someone else on the podcast with me. So that's kind of, again, looking forward to year two. Um, again, still in this kind of marinating phase, thinking through what it will look like and, and how it comes out. Uh, after that if it comes out and so you can stay tuned for that but that's as I look forward man feedback is key keeping it fresh would love a co-host and drops and an editor and then new guests that's kind of as I think of at least year two that's what I would hope for and pray for going into another year well, that wraps up this, our first anniversary episode, and I just, again, want to end kind of the way that I started by saying thank you, whether you're a long-time listener or first-time listener, anywhere in between, thanks for checking out this podcast, for being a part of it, and who knows where it goes in the future. Maybe we'll be looking at our 10-year anniversary episode, um, you know, nine years from now. I don't know. Who knows where it's going to go and what's going to come but either way, I am celebrating in this moment, 365 days, we've traveled through the last year together, and I jokingly said on Facebook the other day that we all deserve a trophy for surviving the pandemic, for getting through this last year. I'm not a participation trophy guy. I think that what we experience, we need something to to mark that uh, mark that thing in our life. And so uh, thanks for being a part of this thing over the last year. And uh, here's to the future, man. Cheers to the future. 2021 and beyond. Uh, we'll see where this thing goes. Thanks so much. <laughs>